We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. DraftKings, you say? It's week one. DraftKings picks, preview, ownership, lineup, stacks. We're going to run the optimizer and then work our lineups off of those like we do every single week. Tambo from ShipItNation.com is in studio with me. Code Mayo gets you a discount of some sort. Yeah, back in the building. We're ready to go. Yeah, Mayo's got the code. You can use that. Get in now. The pricing changes on Monday, but happy to be back. DraftKings, you said it. Got to bring the hat, but we're back. Football, excited. Always love doing these shows, Pat, and definitely... Uh, a lot. You know, we just come out, come off the Thursday night football game. Now we get into the big weekend ahead. Yeah, the DraftKings Listeners League is still available. It still has spots available. Uh, I think there's like a 1000 left for the $75,000 of rake-free guaranteed money. Link is in the description right now. Let's get that shit filled so we can keep running back big guaranteed prize pools of rake-free money. I don't know why people wouldn't play in it, but it's not full yet, which yeah. is really surprising to me. So, you know. Get on that. Go figure that out. Share it around if you have to. But the link is down in the description of the pod and the video. And runthesims.com, no longer free. Now going to cost you the monies. Uh, So you have the regular season long. You can do the monthly, the weekly, whatever it is for the optimizer, the simulations, everything. If you want the Sim Runner Pro, which is the contest simulations, which is all the rage, that's an add-on. Most people don't need that. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were messing around. We did the show last night here on the Mayo Media Network for Thursday Night Football. It went great. We showed it off. I and mean, people, I think, were very surprised with the tool. I used it all last season for Showdown. Had some great results with it. It's, I mean... Last night, Justin wins the second half with it using Simrunner Pro, but well, he's got to show ver- that off. Versus but. me. Like, it's it's because he played, I think he ended up playing like 25 lineups in mm-hmm. the second half one because the second half showdown tools are awesome. Yeah. And no one takes those contests seriously. And there's some serious money in it. So it was basically Justin came first, second, third, and fifth, I think. So he won the 10K up top. He ended up winning like 20K or something like that. And I came like 12th, 13th, four. I was one player off from like winning it all, basically running. I had adjusted my Sims like I jacked up uh, Laporta for the second half, yeah. tuned down Jameer Gibbs, turned up David Montgomery, just from watching the game, being like, oh, yeah, they're, they're not playing Jameer Gibbs. I have a few takeaways yeah. from Thursday Night Football, by the way. So well, runthesims.com, code Mayo. One, one takeaway, you shouldn't have done that. Don't mess with the settings. I bet you Justin didn't mess too much with those settings. That's why he won. Maybe. maybe. Trust the Sims. Trust the Sims. Yeah, but I, it was like, it's, uh, it's adjusted, and then I'm like, well, I'm watching the game. I want to have some impact yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. I like to go do that and turn the knobs a little bit. It almost worked. It's close. Almost worked. I played too much Khalif Raymond was my problem. Yeah, I thought he was going to have a bigger game. Yeah, he did not. He had a catch for 20 yards, and that was going to be it. <laughs> so a few takeaways for me, because people were, like, tilted about Jameer Gibbs and how not often he played. Uh, he's very fast, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very fast. So I just assume he cannot block whatsoever. That, that has to be the only thing. Uh, possibly one other thing that was goes with this takeaway that was forgotten, I think. Even most shows weren't talking about it. I forgot about it completely. Remember DeAndre Swift? Oh, no, I remember. no longer there. <laughs> People might have to remember that Detroit does not care. They get the old Mike Tomlin on when it comes down to some of this running back stuff because, it, yeah, it just didn't happen for him. And Montgomery looks like uh, Jamal Williams, the new Jamal Williams, is going to jam in these touchdowns for them. And, and, I mean, he's going to be out there even in the, like, obvious passing situations as well. I mean, he might, At least tri- for now, yeah, he, he like- might trip someone. I mean, I don't know what you would expect David Montgomery to do against a 360-pound man when you get bowled over yeah it's either let golf get blindsided or trip the dude i'd probably trip him myself montgomery looks faster with like number five <laughs> every running back and every player in the nfl looks faster with a single digit full stop it's like fat people who wear stripes down vertical stripes look thinner anyone who wears horizontal stripes just looks like a box yeah. it, it leads the eyes down that's what you want makes you look slim horizontal bad and you have like the two numbers makes you look boxy. The one number in the middle makes you look sleek and fast. Yeah. Officials, referees with the black and white, it's vertical. It's got the black for the slimming <laughs> effect. And if they have a single digit on their back, even slimmer. So this is the same thing. But he, he definitely looked good last night. We'll see what happens. The Gibbs thing, though, just made me think of Swift right away. It was just, it, I, I think we all thought about that. But then we were like, they took this dude in the first round. Like, they're going to play him now. Not the case. Mm-hmm. Either way, their defense sucks and they know it. Mm-hmm. Or else you're not running fake punts on your own 19 yard line. Like, yeah. You're just not doing that if you think your defense is any good. It's true, but I mean, some injuries and stuff, as well as the fact that, you know, just when you're going up against a team like that, you're going to take more chances. That one seemed a bit a, crazy. A, but a team that can't, can't catch? In the end, that's what we saw. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> a bad scene for Tony. They need to go get like Doug Baldwin. It's like, just go like historically past 20 years, go get these dudes with like 85% catch rates and just put them on the field. Just let them catch and fall would have been better than some of that stuff. Some of that stuff, all of that stuff. Pretty much, yeah. But I mean, just get somebody who can at least catch the ball. I don't care if they can do anything after the catch for now. Uh, And just from a DraftKings perspective, you had mentioned it. We were talking outside that, you know, on showdown slates, you jam Mahomes and Kelsey. They can make you money. You're almost better off not playing any Chiefs ever on the main slate. I agree. I've said that all last year. I swear, did not. I don't think it burned me once, if that I can remember. And also, 
I won a lot of money with them in Showdown. That some of the King of the Beach tickets I got or the bigger scores were with a Kelsey Captain lineup. I remember one week there, and that's where you could take advantage of. It was the game he got three or four touchdowns or whatever it was. But either way, on the main slate, they're 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 all their guys are active, all seven. <laughs> the, you know, for wide receiver, they have two tight ends with Gray and Bell, and that's with Kelsey is usually out there too. So he didn't play last night, of course. And then running back, just roulette first uh, carry of the season is Ceh with the other guys that they've got there. It's just insane what they do. Andy Reid for you, but. Either way, on showdown, you got to play those guys. But on the main slate, I think it'll just be an avoid spot again because on the main slate, which we'll get to after, you're talking about situations like Lamar, Mark Andrews, and then pick between Zay Flowers and OBJ. You're talking about Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. That's it. Like, done. That, that's what you're setting up with versus this spot you're trying to pick and play roulette. Doesn't really work out. And even in those situations, like, you can still, I mean, obviously, you can still get those wrong. For sure. But. I want to go in, though, we talked about this all last season, obviously first show back for this year, but the condensed offenses, Pat, being able to have those where at least you know how you're setting up your stacks and it's very likely, and then you have situational stuff where maybe you don't need to run it back or maybe it's only Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown or Jalen Hurts and Goddard and they get two touchdowns and that's all you need. You don't need the third or something like that. You can set it up differently, but getting after these condensed offenses, and we're going to talk about a bunch of them today, is definitely the way to continue to go about it. Yeah, of course. You you just basically want that old school Oakland Raiders, Derek Carr, Michael Crabtree, Amari Cooper. There's three guys. That's all you need. It's funny that's the one you'd pick, but yes. Well, that, that one was awesome. And yeah. it was no different than, I mean, I guess it was Peyton Manning at some points too, but it was like Peyton Manning, Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. Like the ball only went to two guys. Like they they basically accounted for 70% of the catches. Like, all right, just that's a very that. it's a very logical stack to me when yeah. you start getting into things where certain guys on certain days can have like a 35% target share or hell on the chiefs when s- no one is going to have a 20% target share outside of Kelsey if you're trying to run these receivers through mm-hmm. you know, like their max is probably 15 it's not worth playing any of them Ever. Yeah. Versus the opposite side last night was the obvious. What's the first touchdown of the season this year? Amon Ross St. Brown. The guy just gets, what, 30 40% feels like every game. So you, you got to go with that when you know it. I think Kansas City is going to be really good this year. Yeah, it's one loss. I mean, this was just, it was two years ago. They what, were they two and four or something to start the season. Just, came back and made it to the conference championships last year. They had a better record, but people were still doubting, oh, it might not be good enough this. It might not be. They just get scrutinized so much, and it's because Patrick Mahomes and everything else that goes with them just across the board and what their history has been and their success so far. Uh, you could tell that Mahomes didn't trust any of his receivers the moment he started taking off running a bunch. Mm-hmm. Because usually, I mean, it's not that he doesn't run, but run first, like, or run immediately is never really his read. It just, I mean, he has a huge arm. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to hang around the line of scrimmage for as long as possible, wait for someone to get open, and then just thread the needle and get it to them. And just immediately, like, he had time. He was just looking around like, no one is open. I'm just going to run. Yeah, he was fine with that. He usually doesn't do that. Maybe everybody watched quarterback on Netflix and was making fun of him running. So he wanted to show it off. No, just I, a little I just bit don't more, think that. I, I think he just saw, like, these idiots aren't getting open. I just have to run. Like, I'm not going to wait around for one of them because it's not happening. I may as well run now. Frustration factor for sure was there. But if you're missing your second best player and your third best player with Kelsey and Jones, and it took, what, 12 drops in order for you to lose the game, you're probably going to be pretty good. You're going to be fine. What was your <laughs> takeaway on this? Jones in the box. I loved it. That's with two phones? Yeah. It was like, he looked like he had fucking Tony Soprano's cronies next to him yeah, the entire that time. Too. Yeah, what was, that was awesome, man. But I just thought it was funny while you're waiting on your big contract, Bosa gets paid the day before, and you're just sitting up there. You're like, all right, I'm still going to come watch the team, though. I know you're paying me soon, so just let me know. Smash the like, sub to the channel in the comment section. We always try to ask a question to rig the algorithm. Who's the chalk running back you're fading? This week. Do you have an answer to that, by the way? A lot of the time. I don't have a set guy. Let me go just pull something here right now anyway, but just to say it... Um, 
all the top guys, man. Like, I don't think I'm going to have very many lineups with these guys in it. I was just looking at it here. Well, uh, I was going to say between Rashad White, Alexander Madison, Mostert, and Javante Williams, and Jamal Williams, which one are you fading? Because those guys are all going to be like the plays. And it might be Chalbanet if Walker doesn't go. Yeah, did you say Javante Williams is included in there? Yeah. Uh, the le- I've got the less of him. All right. He he rates out the best points per dollar player on the board yeah, at 5700 bucks. I got the least of him. Okay. Of all those guys you just mentioned. Uh, DraftKings Listeners League, again, let's go fill that up. RunTheSims.com, code MAYO for all of the tools and get yourself that discount. And I'm giving away 500 bucks. Totally forgot about that. You shouldn't forget about it, though, because we need your help to get those ratings and reviews. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe. Download, rate, and review five stars to the Pat Mayo Experience. You do it on both. You get two ballots in the draw. We're announcing the winner on this show next week, so please go help us out in that. Let's run The Sims and see what the optimal lineup is for week one on the main slate on DraftKings. Oh, my God. Sam Howell is the quarterback. Okay, let me plug this in because we always start off with this. So, Hal? Hal, Javante Williams, and Ramondre Stevenson is the running backs. Stevenson, yeah. Olave Jefferson and Marvin Mims Jr. as the receivers. You know this lineup's good when it has two Broncos in it. Olave Jefferson Mims. Mark Andrews is the tight end. Okay. Juju as the flex. Oh, God. And the Commandos defense. Juju, yeah. Commanders will be very popular. Um, uh, I, that's step one, full fade, Commanders defense. Easy game. Just don't play them. And hope they don't shut out the cardinals so let's see what that works out to here well okay it, so. i bet you it rates out i mean it has olave and jefferson they're like the two best plays on this slate yeah it rates out fine now i want you to put in my lineup that i'm building because we're going to start talking about stacks as well how much of it is the same or just wipe the no thing? just you can just it has chris olave in it okay one second i'll keep olave then we're good to go whenever you're ready so I am building out. There's one game in particular that I am targeting. Is it Cleveland Cincy? No, it is not Cleveland. Oh, that was the first lineup I did make was a Joe Burrow lineup. Is it uh, the Denver LV game? It is not the Denver LV game. Then the last one I could think of would be Tampa Bay Mini? Yeah, there we go. Let's go. go. Is it Baker you're starting with? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Let's go Baker Evans Godwin. Yeah. Um, if I could spell it, yeah, Evans Godwin with Olave on the, the other spot for now, but you're putting Jefferson in there? Yeah, Jefferson and Olave as the flex. Yep. Madison as the running back. Five. Five. Uh, Mostert as the running back. I like him this week. Hayden Hurst as the tight end. Could get even better with uh, Thielen and Chark conversations. Yeah, and uh, Alanis Marset might be starting for them too, so that's never good because Terrace Marshall might be out as well, uh, and Brownsdee. You can pick whatever you want, but I don't hate that though. Uh, one one thing because the Browns are going up against Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati, and a lot of people are going to have pieces of that, game of that game somewhere, regardless of where they're putting it, whether it's Mixon or whether it's going to be one of Chase Higgins or even uh, Irv at a tight end or well, something. Well, like if that. you want to do that up, you can just go Burrow, Chase Higgins, Chubb, Cleveland D. Yeah, double it. Just go all in. Just go that. all in. Just be yeah. like, if, if it's going to be scoring, it's going to be pick sixes for the Browns, or Chubb's going to run it in, and then all the Bengals points. Anyway, that was uh, that's my favorite lineup so far. Projects two two and a half points less at much less ownership. I would with Baker as my quarterback, I would guess that it would be far less ownership. Yeah, he's forty nine hundred bucks. So if he again, he's going to be in the spot here where if these guys drag him along, it's definitely possible. Like that's the whole point. Someone mentioned this earlier in the season. I thought it was a good point. It's just like you know. Last year, what happened with you know the Seattle Seahawks? 
oh, Gino at the helm, it doesn't matter. Metcalf and Lockett are going to be trash. There's just no way they're going to do anything. You could say whatever you want about Gino, but I said at the end of the day, they helped each other. Gino did play much better, and those guys helped bring him along. This could be a situation here. There's no no denying the talent that Godwin and Evans still have. It's just what's Baker going to do? Make fun of him, but it's priced in. He's 4900 So let's go the opposite way on that and punch in this lineup. Are we just swapping for, for starters Baker to Kirk Cousins? Well, yeah, but I, I have different guys in okay. there because Cousins costs more money than Baker, so he can't do exactly what you want to do, right? right. Uh, Cousins, Jefferson, and Hawkinson. Went expensive. Didn't use Addison. I used Hawkinson. With Evans and Godwin as the comeback. Hawkinson, Evans, Godwin, yeah. Although it's more price efficient if you take out Godwin and put in uh, Rashad White. But I'm not doing that. Because I have Herbert and Jamal Williams as my quarterbacks. Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams. I have Jaden Reed as my flex. Just because I needed to save a bunch of money. Christian Watson's probably not going to play. Romeo Dubs is pretty banged up, which kind of just leaves Jaden Reed as the only receiver. And it correlates with Herbert. I have another Packer on the other side of the ball with the Bears. Probably not the best game to mini-snack up, but that's where I'm going. And I have Saints D to go with Jamal Williams. And the Saints D is there. Yeah, it's funny. It's actually more owned and projects less. Really? Than the previous one you just gave me. Interesting. Now, but I think that's partly due to two things. One, the Herbert Reed mini-stack secondary is like whatever. It's, it's there and it works and... It, Takes to, uh, you know, for those watching the show for the first time, we've talked in the past about building these lineups up as almost like a betting parlay, where now that's just one thing that needs to happen. If you get the running back, Herbert, come back the other side with Reed, but also Reed's not going to reflect the projection yet because Watson's not reflected out yet. Exactly. So that's um, the other reason. Why, but, so and, we don't, and we don't know if Romeo Dubs is going to play or not either at the same time. Right. Uh, if people do want to go back and watch, we did a show last week, Me, You, and Hoop, about drafting strategy. There's no picks on the show. It's just how do you build lineups? What should you be looking for? How do you correlate everything? How do you stack it up? How do you use the tools? Highly recommend that you go check that out. That's on the pod feed where you can leave the rating and review to get in the draw for 500 bucks. Or it's just up on Mayo Media Network so you can see the visuals on the screen at the same time. Uh, And Justin's on at the end of that show, too, to really talk about a lot of the tools. Great thumbnail as well. Was that? Great thumbnail. The the Final Fantasy one? On that one, it's my face with the Final Fantasy. (laughs) One of my favorites I've ever seen, actually. So if we let's just take uh, Herbert and Reed out of that lineup. So we have 4150 to play with at running back and flex. Is there a pay down guy that you like as a flex? Because that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, if you had like two, four, uh, if you had a 4000 and a $4,200 guy, that'd be great. But there's just no running backs that really stand out in that range to me, at least. Maybe they do to you. That is there a cheap running back, like an actually cheap running back that you like? Or is it all like $5,000 the cheap running back? Uh, I would probably just, you've, you've already got Williams in there, so I think he's fine. I was going to say maybe you do something this where you get off of one of Godwin or Evans, get your Rashad White play in here, who I don't mind, and he's right there at 5,500, and then you can look at what that other secondary stack looks like or just who can fill out those spaces. Do you think it'd be better to get rid of Evans or Godwin? Because Evans is more expensive by $400, but I can almost guarantee you his ownership is going to be half or a third of whatever Godwin's is. Right. That's what I was going to say. Maybe we do that based on ownership, just get Godwin out. Yeah, and it's not like we need, need, need the money. So let's put in Rashad White in that Khalil Herbert spot right now. And Rashad White is, what, five... Where the hell is Rashad? $5,500. All right, so let's chuck him in. So now we have $4,350 for two spots, a receiver and a flex. So if we go and just try to take a look at the range of who the best players are from down there, points per dollar, Marvin Mims is like breaking everything in terms of being the best value. Him and Tutu Atwell 
I'm not going to play Tutu Atwell. I'd rather play my guy Puka Nuka. Puka Nuka, man. I was going to, I was wondering <laughs> if you're going to catch on to him yet. Oh, I lo- love Puka. Lo- I like him more than Tutu Atwell. He's popping up. Mims leaves 5,700. And if we have 5,700, who's in the $5,700 flex range? That would give us Godwin again. Uh, Mike Williams would be there. Javante Williams, Miles Sanders. Like, I don't love this range is the thing. What What about, uh, I guess, what's your thoughts on Miles Sanders if all nope. those guys are out? Nope. What's, what's your, what's why? It's my, because it's Miles Sanders? I mean, maybe the total, maybe, I mean, I've bet the under on that game. There might be yeah. 10 points scored in that game. I just think that's a... I don't know. There, there are far. T- I mean, his maybe, problem was in Philly wasn't him though, as much as it was. I mean, it might. They have it, going it, might, on. it might also be him that he's just not any good. What are you? They can't already. They already can't block for Bryce Young in the preseason against the third stringers. Like their offensive line is putrid. They have no receivers. Bryce Young might not be good. I just don't see where the points come from. Yeah, he's not my. Fa- he's not my favorite. Anything. The reason I brought it up though is because in this lineup we're not going with one of Hurst or Mingo or whoever people are going to try and make work when these you know injuries get announced in Carolina. So it'd be a guy that you could go to here. Put put it this way, that's like, different. I, I would rather just because Miles Sanders is fifty six hundred dollars. I'd rather play Mostert. I'd rather play Herbert. I'd rather play well, Antonio can, Gibson. I'd rather play Jamal Williams. Like you can just do. I was going to say you can just do the same double Denver thing though. We've seen this work all, all the time last year. You got Javante and Mims are both cheap enough. Call them an eighty seven hundred dollar player on a team where if you see those points rack up on one of them and the other guy just does something, it's a little bit of a combo and then you still have your full game stack, five man game stack. Jamal Williams with the D, and then you get Javante Williams with Mims to round it out. So I'm just going to look down at the bottom here for a receiver and or flex points per dollar wise. Those two both pop off the page. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they fit perfectly. Absolutely. I mean, we might get a what if Kenneth Walker is declared out? I want you to say the name. Chalbonnet. Yes. No, just like how how high owned do you think he gets? Pretty high. I think he, it'll pick up late steam for sure. Cause he's 4,800. 4,800. Like he becomes the best running back cheap play. Yeah. Let's do that. Cause it, cause it looks like Zach Moss is going to play now for the Colts. So you don't even get to pick between Brett Hull's son and Dion Jackson, Dion Jackson to try to like squeeze some points out. But I'm just trying to find a $3,300 player. Like if I throw in Mostert as my flex and I could, you know, you know what I could do to create a little bit more, but the problem is, I have Saints D in right now at $3,400, right? Right. In this lineup. And if I put in Mostert at $5,400, that leaves me 33 left. I could take out Saints D and go down, which is like, I'm fine with. But am I really doing myself any sort of service? Like, what's this week? Do you see any discernible difference between a $3,300 player and a $3,700 player? Like, is there someone in that range that you don't hate? Mm, not really. But I think in that spot, if you need that money, don't you just then go take Evans back down to Godwin? You could. I mean, like four hundred bucks right there that you can pick up. I guess so, but I just I just don't see anyone in the lower. I'm trying to find the player like Mims, Puka, Michael Wilson, because now like Hollywood Brown is dealing with a hamstring injury. Like he's three thousand bucks. I can tell you, I'm going to play some Kendrick Bourne. Are you? you? Yeah, because I. But that's because I like the Philly side. So if I'm running it back, you don't have to run it back. But when I do, I don't hate him on the other side because also he is the fourth best points per dollar player per run the Sims. But I think he also looks like the lower owned version of all the guys down there because you got Elijah Moore, you got Mims, you got, um, if people get to Zay flowers at 4,000, well, even, you know, I'm going up a little but down below that there's other guys too: Jaden Reed, Mingo, Josh Downs. Downs. Yep. Cause we didn't talk about Anthony Richardson yet. So we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michael Wilson's the other one who's down there. I'm just trying to like the and all those guys are three thousand, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three. There's just no one in that thirty-seven hundred dollar range that you don't really need that money. If that's where you end up, you might as well just upgrade somewhere else and pay down. Yeah, we see this pretty much every year with week one, and it's actually come true at least the last I know it's small sample size because like the last two or three years, but DraftKings brings the pricing out at the end of July. And so you get all the time to work with it. And then what ends up happening is week one, the optimal ideas become more prevalent like it's just the way it works out you do have to still build your lineups accordingly and go with it but like here's an example i think last year and i'm going to tie it to this year i think last year it was uh, one of the one of the washington wide receivers and one of their running backs and then you ended up needing i think it was maybe last year the year before carson wentz when he played for them and it was like he was the guy that no one was on i'm wondering if this year tying it in you just talked about how Olave is one of the better plays on the slate jamal williams is chalk do you just play just both? Play both. And then with, play the, without play, Derek Carr? Or no, play with, Derek Carr? Play, with. play Derek Carr. No one's going to play Derek Carr. Interesting. What's right. he, 3 to 5% of that? And that means, I mean, I look for any excuse to play Derek Henry, so that would just be fun for me. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. like, 
I like Chig. Chig? Okongwo? Yeah, let's build this. I want to build this. Here, now. one second. I, I need to come up with another guy for this lineup. I already filled that lineup out for you. It was Mims and Javon. I don't want to play Mims. I don't want to play two Broncos. I want to play Mostert and someone else. Colonel Mostert. So then you have to pick a $3,700 guy. Like, so, I guess it would have to be Mims. I mean, I can leave money on the table. I have $3,300 left. Like, Mims. Is, yeah. is Mims your favorite of the low end guys? Because uh, I don't really care who it is at this point. Mims, Tutu are the guys that are going to pop the most. But like I said, I'm probably only going to use them in sort of stacks or secondaries. Not really wanting to use them as like a chalk one-off specifically, but if it happens, so just Kendrick we'll see. Bourne, Hopefully the rest of my lineup's different. I only like Kendrick Bourne because I'm saying I'm playing so many the Philly Eagles. stacks, and for whatever reason, optimizers and early things are liking Juju. You talked about, I think Juju was in that optimal. Yeah, that's weird. Over there, the guy just, again, this is all just stuff I don't care about this either. He'll, he'll make some of those lineups too because he's on the other side of Philly, but like they just said the other day that his knee's going to blow up at any time. Like, I, that, that's in my newsletter. Nice, Sub uh, to my newsletter, by the way. Yeah, there I, you go. I have some fun comments. I've decided to write my injury reports like a bit more wishy-washy this year, just making fun of people. It's better. Love it. Put that spin on it. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, I would just leave the money or upgrade something else you want to upgrade if you, if you want to. But for me... Mims. Isn't Madison in that? No, Madison was in the previous lineups. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would just leave Mims and keep it. All right. 300 bucks you can leave on the table this week. No problem. It's a way to get different, especially if, it's gonna, if you think it's going to be more optimal like it has been I mean, in the past. Put it this way. Then you can leave some more money Pat, on the Pat table. Pat Mayo's not making optimal lineups over here. No, I'm saying, but you're build, if you're building against what we know are some of these good plays, like Mims is obviously a better play on paper. Going in, and you're more comfortable with that. It's not like you have it with the Washington D and with all these other pieces to go with it, the Higbees, the other spots. You've got your different in other places, so I think it's fine. So points per dollar, guys. I just want to put this out before we build this Derek Carr lineup. Right. We have, let's see here, Mims, Olave, Bourne, Juju, and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is up there in points per dollar, too, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and then it's like Jefferson. Zay Flowers at $4,000 does rate out exceptionally well. And it's like Godwin and Josh Downs for your points per dollar play. Mm-hmm. Now, the median projection on Josh Downs is like eight points. But and Thomas, I guess, if you're wanting to sort of leverage the Olave spot, you just go over to him instead. Or just use both. Sometimes you can, you the answer is both. That. Yeah, so that's another way we could do this afterwards. Let's do that because Williams, Olave, and just putting... The quarterback people aren't using with both of them would be the unique way to start it, but the second level of it would be take the chalky running back out and go to the two wide receivers with it. But I, I like using Chig. He's a good option. Here. The the only thing that I can think of, like well, what's the case against Jamal Williams this week? Well, there's no Elvin Kamara. That's that's good for Jamal Williams. Uh, he's a great goal line back. That's also good. Uh, Kendry Miller is probably not going to play with whatever injury he has. We'll see Friday afternoon if that's going to end up being the case. Right. So you could almost pencil in. Like, I think we haven't penciled in for something outrageous in terms of workload. But when I ran it, and I think I even boost, manually boosted him up. Yeah, I have him boosted up to Jamal Williams, 63% of the market share of rushing. He still finishes behind, like, Mostert in terms of fantasy points. I, I think the computer knows that like Taysom Hill is going to steal a touchdown from him or something stupid like that. Or this other guy who I had never heard of, Kirk Merritt, might come in and steal a touchdown. Tony Jones Jr. They can definitely do that. So I think, I, I think that objectively Williams is a really good play and he's very usable, but I have no problem not using him at the same time. Like I don't see any big difference between him and White and Herbert and all of the other guys. If he's the one that everyone is gravitating towards... 
I can just go the other way and take the same guy for less ownership. And Thomas Pops, too, like he says, you could just build it with Carr, Olave, Thomas, run it back with Chig. You could still get a little... I'm just trying to see what else you can do here. I like the, I like um, Mostert as well. Okay. Because I think the thing is, like, one thing I know that is for sure is that all these running backs that are cheap just become really good values that people just gravitate towards versus the higher end running backs. You can make that case too, but without going on too many points here, I guess what I would say is that I think Tyreek is very easy to fit when you see it. Like people can get Tyreek and Jefferson into lineups and be like, there's two really good wide receivers. I still love my running backs. I can correlate with a quarterback that's cheap. There's lots of ways to go about it, but I think that that's where you could get different with Mostert. We'll see how much steam he picks up by Sunday. Points per dollar running backs, Javante, James Conner, Ramondre, Eckler, and Mostert are your top five. And then it's Rashad White, Joe Mixon, Deion Jackson for the moment if Zach Moss sits, and he's $4,100. Like, that is your, if Zach Moss sits and you're looking to punt running back, that's the play. That's what's going to happen if that happens. But like you said, it's not going to be, it's not really set in stone yet for that to be the case. So we'll have to wait and see. And then like Kenneth Walker is currently up there, but again, he might not play, which would boost Charbonnet to probably the very top. So punch this in. Carr, Chig, Thomas, and Olave. Got it. With Mostert and Mike Williams. Okay. I had Godwin and Jefferson, so I'm going to go back. Let's do that. I like that. The Mike Williams play is good. I like him. So that leaves us a running back, a flex, and a defense. So let's, let's who's our... Who's our punt, who's our pay down defense this week that we're going to chuck in? I don't mind. Uh, I guess what are we looking at here? Because we can't. We're not going to use. I, I don't mind using Vegas, Vegas? twenty three, and then the one thing I do like, and I saw this. This has worked plenty of times uh, in previous seasons, like Tampa Bay. Based on if you're not playing Jefferson, like we just canceled out Jefferson, unless we plan on using him in the flex here, you could just use tampa bay and it's not it doesn't kill jefferson they're not even that correlated the point is it's just an idea where it's like okay if other people are using minnesota guys in their lineup let's use the defense against them and i've seen that work too and they're also cheap so the one that i was gravitating towards earlier on in the week and then i've kind of talked my game script self out of it was the panthers Mm -hmm. i think the panthers have a decent pass rush they have a decent secondary the issue would be is that atlanta just runs the ball the entire time and then you have no opportunities for turnovers or sacks or anything especially if they're playing behind they are underdogs in the game so I could see, you know, it was almost the case that I was talking myself into the Packers the same way against the Bears. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bears are just going to run the entire time. So that's not going to be The so- Packers at least are interesting because the pivot off of Washington chalk. Sure. So if that's one thing just to say there, but yeah, also. So, so uh, I keep coming back to the Browns at 26, mm-hmm. but I do like Vegas. Just, hey, maybe Russell Wilson stinks and he has no receivers. Let's play Vegas D, although they suck. Well, we can see what we can go up to. We can start with that, but that leaves, eight, that leaves. Seventy nine fifty. Yeah, can you get Godwin and Jefferson? Well, we don't have room for Godwin. Oh we yeah, that's right. Receiver, but who's a, is there anybody at seven k? Well, can we use Rashad White in Jefferson? You, you you can get Ramondre Stevenson and Justin Jefferson, or in that lineup, you can get Ramondre, or you can get Rashad White and Justin Justin Jefferson to make it work, and then you can play whatever do you want. Shit, I was gonna say you could almost play you could play Ravens D, but you're a hundred dollars short. 39 is probably fine, though. Isn't it's that Vikings. In? We're not going to play the Vikings in this spot. 49. Oh. I, I like the 49ers. Is Bosa going to play? Probably not, right? Even though he just signed the new deal? Mm. He's not going to be ready. Yeah. I didn't see anything on it. So. I, I was going to say Eagles at 37 against the shitty Patriots. Yep, definitely fine. So, I actually kind of like this lineup. With the Eagles? With the Eagles D, yeah. Let me just see what happens if we take White and Jefferson out. 
Well, you could take White and Jefferson out, and you could do it differently too. Like you could take Mike Tom, you could take Mike Williams out, and go Monster Eckler. Just trying to see like uh, if I, I think there's these guys are still too expensive. Like you don't have enough. That's the problem. Like if you're looking for another secondary, you might not find it because I mean White Jefferson's a pretty good secondary. Oh, it's definitely fine. Yeah, I was looking at like could I get like Mixon, Amari Cooper, but then I still have a bunch of money left over. So yeah, you have too much money. Let me see this one then. What if you go... I think I got it. One sec. Amari Cooper leaves me too much, but then I bump Mike Williams up to Keenan Allen. I think I'd rather play... I think I'd just rather play Mike Williams than Keenan Allen. I would, but then I get Baltimore defense. That's not bad. I like that lineup. Okay. Well, what if we do it the other way? Yeah, I'll take those guys back out. What else? How much is Chase? Ah, it's not enough. Can we bump someone down? Were you trying to do Chubb? I was going to do Chubb and Chase. <laughs> the Chubby Chaser. That's the lineup you want. The Chubb Chase lineup would be so good. And then you get the cheap D. You may just not have... You don't need a secondary stack Mike Williams, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't need to. We can go you to... You go back to Vegas. You have 5,300 left now. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's do this. Let's, let's put Chubb and Chase in. Khalil Herbert. And we can go to a flex for... I mean, we're back into that zone again of that low $5,000 running back, right? Ooh. So we can do something like, hell, I mean, Jamal, I mean we, we're not going to play Jamal Williams in this, although he would logically fit this really, really well. But we could do Khalil Herbert, and that leaves us with Vegas D. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Jamal Williams, if you want to overstack, like you said. But the Khalil Herbert one, I think, is fine that you just mentioned. Or, or we could put in, let's see here, who are the other running backs? I mean, you could do Deion Jackson in a better defense. Uh, if it comes down to that on the day, you could do Antonio Gibson if you wanted to and go up a few dollars in terms of defensive price. I think, I think we should shake the build up now, though, and take either take Chig out, take out Chubb and Chase for a second, but let's get to Derrick Henry because no one's going up at running back anyway, and if they are, I don't think he's the one. So you want to take out Chubb and Chase then? Yeah. Okay, we'll take out. Because I still like leaving Mostert in there. We, we still have Mostert in there. I do. I'm just saying that's where I, I want to keep it. So now I've got Derek Carr, Michael Thomas, Olave. We're off the Jamal Williams chalk. You've got Mostert in there instead of him, kind of. And again, I'm sure he's going to pick up steam as the week goes on, but that's fine. Derek Henry, you can either leave Chig and see what it does for us or go away from it. But I mean, Let's see. Well, let's take a, I mean, is the moment we take out Chubb and Chase, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see here, Chubb. Who's the original guy you had in there? Mike Williams. I just want to see what that looks like. So we go to Henry at running back to overstack that game. We still have $8,700. You can just be like, oh, yeah, I'll just play. This is our best projected yet. I just did. Did you? If you go actually leave Jamar Chase in there. And just play Chase and then take and, out Raiders D. Well, no, I left Raiders D and I got Mike Williams. So you got the most oh, Mike the Williams. Flex. Ah, and then this is what I'm saying, though. Like, Raiders D is good, but sometimes I'll look at this build, and who knows if they end up being the popular cheap one. Sometimes I look at this build and just say, Oh, Buccaneers. I'll throw in the Bucks because I used Chase instead of Jefferson. So it's like, again, it's not a direct correlation as much as saying... You're playing off of it. I'm playing off of that. That's all it is. Just a little thing that you can do, especially in... Uh, why it works, or here's an example, I guess, a better way to explain it for people. We did the show last week. You talked about that, but like the... The setup is like in a higher dollar, smaller field. We know this lineup's unique already. It's a Derek Carr lineup. But the field is heavy on Jamal Williams and probably even more heavy on it in a higher dollar, smaller field. The field that's using the Jamal Williams plays, a lot of those Jamal Williams plays will help to fit in a Justin Jefferson. 
there's more leverage than that to this, but I'm saying like that's quick double leverage where you're saying, okay, I'm going against Jamal Williams by going with that passing game, and I'm going with the Tampa Bay D when 30% of this field probably, or 20 to 30% has Justin Jefferson. It doesn't mean Justin Jefferson is the guy that the defense beats. It's saying that you know those lineups won't have Tampa Bay D because people won't play the D against him. So that's why that can make a lot of sense and why something like this can work. Okay, so ownership-wise, what do you think that we're looking at? Very low. We've got Jamar Chase getting... No, no, I I mean just overall ownership. Like, what do you think the most popular stack is going to be? Herbert or Lawrence? Probably gets to... hmm, Herbert, I'm seeing already, is getting the love. Again, it's very separated on week one. It always is. But right now, Herbert, I'm seeing getting the love. I also see no quarterback projected for more than 10% ownership. I don't think it ends that way. But from what I can tell is that Herbert, Lawrence are going to be the two, like pay up stack options that people are going to go to. Okay. And Sam Howell seems to be the pay down quarterback. Yeah. That, that I don't see coming true, but if it is, it's like still three to 5%. It's not gonna be enough to matter. Get them. If you want them. Don't, don't see it. People are low, man. You, you'd be surprised. I mean, my super lock this week for betting and I might look foolish come Sunday afternoon is the Cardinals against Washington. I don't think that Washington's any good. And people seem to think they're good. Why am I not seeing him here? He's 4,900, right? Yeah, he's the same as Baker. I'd rather play Baker. I, like, I think by the end of the week, Baker gets more ownership than Howe. Well, that, that'll be my take. That would be sensible. It means people are coming around to my way of thinking on this. But I like I have Jamal Williams. Or they're the same shit that doesn't matter. 3 yeah. to 5%. Sure. Who cares? Like just, yeah. I, I, right, right now, and obviously this changes with injury and whatever, that I have Jamal Williams as the highest projected player on the slate. I, I think that's accurate right now. I also think... Like 22%? We didn't build any of these. I said we would talk about them, but like I think there's going to be some interest as the week goes on to like an Anthony Richardson. But again, I, I, that's probably more unique. I'm just saying it's just a guy that at 5600 seems like he has real floor upside combination. And then you can do something silly with him, just basic like him Granson, or him and pick one of those receivers. You mentioned just, Downs, him uh, Downs done, and then you can fill in all the. Or you could just play him. Yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> you don't have to stack it. I'm just saying we've seen this plenty of times in the past where it's people are have a hard time picking a guy, so they don't. But it is just as simple as like fill the cheap tight end slot where there's not. Besides, we have a couple standout plays there on paper. Yeah. But fading the chalk tight ends in the past has been profitable anyway. So I think that's kind of an option where you can just look at it like a Granson and fill it out cheap, and then you're already so unique that you can do whatever you want. I would say point. I would say Downs would be my pair if I was going to use a Richardson lineup, only because I know he's going to be on the field. I don't know that Granson's just going to be out there. Oh, I think he will. I, actually, I, I think th- I think that he will, but I don't know that. I know unless he's hurt, man. Downs is going to be out there. I just want to build that lineup, though. Can we? Man, let's build it. Tony Richardson. We're calling him Tony now, by the way. I like that. Phony Tony, if he doesn't come through for us. <laughs> Anthony Richardson. I, I like that your nicknames are just things that Trump would say. Phony Tony. <laughs> I just letting you it. down in week one. Yeah. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, could be. So, but what if we do it the whole way though? Who's your, okay? Let me ask you this: Who's your Jacksonville guy? Ridley. Okay, Ridley. Yeah. I still kind of like Kirk too. I'd rather play Zay than Kirk. Oh, I wouldn't. But I like all of them, and no. I like. Uh, who else do I like there? Uh, we're, we're talking about playing. Johnson, I think this game is going to be stupid. I don't know how it's going to be stupid, but there's going to be stupid things that happen in this stupid game. Indy blows them out, and this is yeah. the stack that wins the slate. I, you, need, you need Richardson, Downs, and Granson. <laughs> and the run back is... Well, for, you know what? If that's the case, if you need Richardson, Granson, and Downs, fortunately, no, not a single person in the world is going to have that. So you, We're about to build it. Okay, well, and I'm, I'm not building it with Granson. I'll, I'll build it with Downs. I don't think we need the Granson money. Yeah, we probably don't. There's too many cheap <laughs> running backs already. So let's do this then. Let's do Richardson Downs Zay though. 
I know you love Ridley, but just start with this one for me because okay. people are got anyone who can afford these two. It's just like my situation I just mentioned. Anyone who has Jefferson is not going to have Tampa Bay. Anyone who has these two cheapies is going to be like Ridley. That works. Let's go. Got to get a better snap in there, make up for that one. But let's yeah, go. You got to like yeah, yeah, okay, get the crazy ones going. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can, you can tell I used to have a lot of skull in my life. Yeah, <laughs> little tapper. Uh, Richardson downs Zay Jones. Okay. Now, what do you want to do? <laughs> Chubb and Mixon, Chubb and Chase. Chubb, I like this Chubby Chaser lineup. Chubby Chase. Chevy's brother. What else? Chubb and Chase. Mostert and Mike Williams still. Let's go back to that one. You want to go to Mostert and Mike Williams? Well, just to see which flex this well, lands us on. Well, I, I did notice that when I was looking through the ownerships that the two highest projected wide receivers this week are likely to be Tyreek, in terms of ownership, Tyreek, then Olave, then Jefferson. Those would be the three. Although Christian Kirk is seemingly getting a lot of pub here, too. We have none of those guys right now, right? No. I, I mean, I like Olave, just objectively. I think he's going to be great this week. So instead of Mostert, Mike Williams, I think this might actually work perfectly. Or, Let's go. Or we just put in Olave because we have so much money. No, but you just said a good combo, and I forget who it was. It was Olave and somebody else. We could still leave Mostert in and just use Olave, like you said. Yeah. I think that works out to be much easier. 24 leaves us to our Raiders defense, man. Raiders defense? Oh, I don't have the, the tight end in. Who's the tight end? Mark Andrews. Oh, shit. You can pay up for Mark Andrews there? Yeah, this actually projects well, too. So you got Richardson, Downs, Zay Jones. You got the Chubby Chaser in there with Nick Chubb and Jamar Chase. You got Raheem Mostert because we're not playing Tyreek Hill. You got Mark Andrews, who was the best tight end in that optimal earlier, too. And then you got Olave, who you said is the best play on the slate, instead of... $5,100 Jamal Williams, and then you land on that Vegas D that we talked about just going up against Denver, and there's going to be MIMS users out there as well. Same thing I'm talking about earlier. Heavy MIMS use doesn't mean defense has nothing to do with MIMS having a bad game. It's just those lineups with MIMS won't have the, the Vegas D, so that's where you get your leverage that way. So, yeah, projects decent at least. Points per dollar tight ends. Let's do it. Troutman is number one at 2500 bucks. Really? Yeah. Then it's Hayden Hurst at three grand. Fryermuth at forty one. Then Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews does have this quad injury though. He's been limited in practice. I'm pretty sure he's gonna play, but keep that in the back of your mind. Just in case there's some like weird inactive come Sunday. Isaiah likely. Isaiah unlikely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's correct. Um well and then, we then we... it's like Irv Pitts, Chig, Goddard, Juana Man Johnson. I like this lineup. I actually like this lineup, too. The problem is it has Downs and Richardson. They could just be terrible. <laughs> what? They're 8,700. I, I, under, I understand that. And we put it, the, the all-pro team around them. Let's do the Ridley version quickly. Uh, I, can, I can tell you how this works out. Yeah, let me know. It is, we take out a lot. Or you take out Mike Williams. Keep the chubby chaser. Keep the chubby chaser. Take out Mike Williams. People and that watch us for the first time must think we're crazy. The chubby chaser. Like, this is our lineup combination. Hey, listen, that, that's, a, that's the uh, the mini stack that you want this week. You want the chubby chaser. Someone's going to come through on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now, and put the uh, the Christmas vacation or something with the two heads on there <laughs> and instead of chubby chase. Let's go with this, though. What else so, do you got? So you take out Zay Jones, you put in Ridley, mm -hmm. which means you have to take out... See, we need 1,900. You take out Olave. You take out oh, Olave. Do, do you still get Mike Williams in this? You no, you don't get Mike Williams in. I was wrong. That or, you know, actually. Take, you know, take you, Andrews down. Yeah, I was going to say, you, take, you keep Olave in and go to, like, Goddard. Actually, it does, it does not work with Goddard. It works with Fryermuth if you want to. 
How much is he? 41. No, I, I like to get the Goddard one. This is perfect. This lineup's amazing. You, you have a good, but it doesn't have Olave, right? Right. Who cares? So it has Goddard. Yeah. And who? Oh, so it's, it's just what you had. Richardson, uh, Downs, Ridley, the Chubby Chaser, the Mostert, Mike Williams. Oh, it's Mike La- Williams. Okay. Yeah, with the Las Vegas D and Dallas Goddard. It's pretty good. It's not bad. But so I ho- guess... Hopefully Phony Tony doesn't blow this up on us. It's possible he does, though. <laughs> Was there other quarterbacks that you liked? Da- How much is he? 56? He's 56. 56? We should be building at least something with these top dogs, though. Like, Yeah, we're, we're, we'll get to the chalk builds in a second. Or I'm, not, like even, I'm not playing any of them. Are you going to play any... Like, I'm starting to think these guys at the top are just going to get overlooked. I, I mean, again, sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. All these quarterbacks we said are going to be right now at least 10% or less, give or take. But full stacks, like, do you really see, like, Lamar, Zay, Andrews yes. being a popular stack? I do. I don't. Well, I mean, if, if people may, are playing may, Lamar, may, are maybe, they? I'm, maybe I'm talking not overall. Those... I'm talking overall. If people are stacking Lamar, your answer is correct. That will be the stack. I'm saying, is that a popular stack versus the field? I don't think so. No, I think it's just it's just so expensive. I think there's tons of value. There, there might be, but I think that's why fewer people would do it than some of the other ones because it becomes a bit like... So fewer people would do it. Yeah, fewer people would do it. Right. That answers my original question. Yes, We're yes, good. you are correct. And Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard? No, because people know that smashes. <laughs> that's, that does smash. Yeah. Should we play stacks that smash for once? No. No, no. of course not. I, I'm not committed to winning money. I'm committed <laughs> to losing money on DraftKings. Well, so also, I, I, I think people would just go like to a Tyreek and Waddle mm-hmm. or something instead, instead and be like, well, I'm saving a little bit there, but I got Tyreek. Oh, absolutely. Like, so, I, the, the two that you're going to see, like, like how much is this one going to be? Tua? I, I don't even Lawrence. think it's a triple. I think it's Tua, I think it's Hill, and it's either Mike Williams or Eckler. I think that's going to be a very common stack. Or you flip it around and you do Herbert, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, with Mostert or Hill. One of those two. The Mostert's the cheap version. Hill's the expensive version. I think those are the two most common stacks you're going to see outside of Cousins, Jefferson, and a Tampa guy. Or even no Tampa guy. Right. I agree with that. And uh, Trevor Lawrence stacks. So that that I guess that pocket to me of like... And we didn't talk a lot about Burrow and Watson yet, but I think Burrow obviously picks up the steam on that side. But Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Lawrence, Cousins... Right, what if people are going up or that sort of the range they're going to land? And I guess that would be to me be the more popular guys. I think people make some Denver stacks work. This is why it's so spread out though, is because the value plays also lead to the stacks. Oh, absolutely. Where it's like you know someone's playing Mims already, and they're like, oh, I can go Wilson and Dolchich or something like that, and just round it out, you know, or vice versa. Or like instead of I should say, like that's the stuff I'm seeing. But Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow over stacks. Like, just stack that game up. So, uh, the, the very first lineup that I built this week, I mean, I built some, like, way back when the pricing first came out because I couldn't help myself. Mm-hmm. But this was the first, like, serious one that I did this week. I was like, is this a good lineup or not? And I wanted to run it by you. It is a Joe Burrow lineup. Okay, let me go. Burrow with Chase and Chubb. Chubby Chaser lineup. Committed. Committed to the Chubby Chaser gimmick here. Didn't going. even realize I was doing it at the time, but here I am. All right. So, those three with Rashad White. Chad, Chris Olave. You love him this week. Jahan Dotson. Okay. Chig at tight end. Nice. Michael Wilson at uh, flex. And Packers D. Michael Wilson was who you had at flex. Yeah, to go with Dotson. I needed I needed some loser because I have you know a chubby chaser lineup with Olave and Joe Burrow. Right. And what D did you roll with? Packers. Packers, which is nice. Okay. 
it doesn't project the worst. It's like five, five or six worst, which is nothing. So, and I got my little mini Washington Arizona correlation in there. Probably not a great idea. And I have my Saints Titans correlation with Olave and Chig as well. Yeah, it's correlated. It's got some, you know, like uh, because you have a Washington Arizona secondary <laughs> in there, you get to pivot off that Washington defense that's going to be shocking. Just play Green Bay in that spot and whatever. If Chicago. Look, Chicago runs a ton, but he also runs, takes... He free, might take free, nine sacks. You get free sacks, too, from that, like running back. Like this this guy just gives it up sometimes, but then he also can run for a 100-yard touchdown, it feels like. So. And like. But there's, like, different ways to play this, too. Like, I could go take out Chig and chuck in Irv Smith to do a triple Bengals with the Chevy Chasers. And then I have free up $200 more. And then I can move Packers up to whoever. I can turn Michael Wilson into Mims if I wanted to. Like, there's different variations of this. This is just the first one I built. Um, so I don't love it. Big UFC event this weekend. You could also build the Chase Cooper. Shout out Chase Hooper. But Paul, is, is there someone I can uh, – is there any good UFC plays this week? Can I throw them into my NFL lineups? He's not on the card, but he's a UFC fighter. It's a big UFC card this weekend. That's just a <laughs> plug for UFC 293. But people should watch the Dogger Pass podcast yes, and subscribe to that as well. They'll talk about who's actually on the card. Yeah, Paul and Paul and Cody will actually talk about the fights that are happening this week at a pay-per-view. <laughs> but Chubby, you talk about the Chubby Chase. I'm saying you could have the Chase Cooper that we didn't talk about yet, but Amari Cooper looks pretty good on paper as well. And no one's, I, I don't, Again, he's right there. Olave number. I think a great pivot. And I don't know, again, I, how popular he'll I, be yet. I, I, I actually think the Brown side of this is a very intriguing part of this this week because even, like, I like Watson long-term. He might be dog shit week one. I don't know. And I think Possibly. that a lot of people are playing a wait-and-see game with the Browns' offense. So now would actually be the best time to do it if they're good because you can just go, even if it's just the two of them, Watson and Cooper, use Cooper as a part of the stack or use Elijah Moore, whoever it might be. Yeah. Like, the only player that... The only two Browns that people feel like comfortable with this week seem to be Chubb and Joku. I agree. So that's where I think like with the Elijah Moore instead of the Mims or like you got the Amari Cooper. Again, Watson though, you want to be early on it. If it's right, it's the opposite side. If you want to use Chase, you could just go Watson and then two of those three guys, Cooper, Moore, and Joku. And you got Chase on the other side. That's a nice looking lineup. Can I basically just replicate one of the lineups in game stacks that won me like 15K last year in a game that no one is playing? What is it? Uh, Gino with Lockett and DK. I also like this one. That's below the guys that we talked about earlier. Yeah. With uh, Puka and Higby. Okay, wait. DK, Metcalf, Puka. Puka, Nuka. Puka gonna Nuka. Puka to Nukta. All right. Uh, Who's the other guy you said? Uh, Higby, Higby uh, and, is the, and Higby, yes. Higby, Higby is the tight end. Okay, so you basically you're just committing to Stafford is only going to throw to these two losers, and they're going to be like, you hope they get like nine for a hundred and hit the bonus or something, or sneak a touchdown in, and then the Seahawks just run train through the air while everyone's like, oh, I got to play Charbonnet because Walker's banged up, or I got to play Walker because he's low ownership. Just play the passing game, and hopefully that works out much better. So yeah. now we have two running backs, a flex, and a D to fill out. So we liked you. You liked especially as Mostert. Yeah, Colonel Mostert. And we don't have anybody else in here like him. Like we don't have a Tyree Kill or somebody else from that game, so that's fine. 
Um, I mean, not everything has to be correlated at the same time either. Of course if, not. If we, do, a, we do this just to try and make it easier and have it all set up that way. But I think, uh, do we do? Is this a spot where we want to pay? Because we haven't really even talked about paying up at running back at all outside of Nick Chubb in correlation with other Bengals lineups. Yeah, we did some Henry and some Chubb, but I think that's kind of the way to do it here. If you well, know, so, so you think as a one-off, you're better off going to this value range at running back? I think that on week one because the pricing's been out so long and the pricing's bad and all these factors that there will be people that will just play and hope for the other side and definitely just pay up at running back. And I can see it working if everything else fails, but these are really good value spots. That's the thing. It's not just like we're making these plays up. There's, there's a reason and you'll have to still, you know, wade through the chalk and find out the ones you want to go to. But I think that definitely there's value at running back this week and wide receiver, more question marks. You kind of want to get those guaranteed targets and, and upward swings of the guys that you know, like you just mentioned. Do you know who's going to be the best play on this slate and I can't get myself to play him? Devontae Adams. No one's playing that guy. Yeah, I like <laughs> And, and he's good from what I hear. Uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> what, what's the, you know, what's going to happen in Denver? Because you mentioned Jav- all this Javante Williams stuff and we know Mims is getting played and all that. Like I've seen people, you know, mention Pirine. As well, like they paid him and brought him in. He's 50. I think he's the same price as Jamal Williams this week, 5,100. So, like, I, I don't know. There's a, they're a tough spot to figure out. But if you could figure that out, I think you could get Devontae Adams. And then you said earlier Javante Williams. That leaves us 3,400. I can still get Nick Chubb in this lineup. That's not bad. You like New Orleans defense? I don't hate them. I think they're a pretty good defense. That lineup you had can be Mostert, Javante Williams with Devontae Adams, and the Saints D. It, it could be. I mean, that's not the way that I'm actually going. Because no. uh, I would just rather, instead of playing Saints D or Devontae Adams, it, just like most of the chalk people out there, probably why I'm going to lose, I'm just going to play Alave. Yeah. <laughs> so I can go Gino with the two receivers. I know Jackson Smith and Jigba is probably going to play now. I don't expect him to do a ton this week in terms of volume. Mm-hmm. Could he catch a touchdown, a long pass, whatever it is? Sure. Is he going to command 25% of the market share of targets? I don't think so. I think that's going to be more of a wait-and-see type of thing. As the season progresses, yeah. he'll be more incorporated because he just missed like three weeks, too, with a broken wrist. That's why it's more of a wait-and-see. Like, wait-and-see what even happens here and, and what type of playing time and all that. Yeah, stuff. he might play like three snaps. Trying to be early on that. For, you know, you just saw it last night in some situations. So it's tough tough to say, but I agree with you here, and I just like the Lockett-Metcalf pairing. Yeah, and then I have Puka and Higby as another wide receiver and tight end. Then I have Mostert and Chubb as my running backs with Olave as the flex and Raiders D. Yeah. And then you're going away from the the chubby chase, but you get everything else the same. Yeah, which is fine. That's we we were like essentially we do this all the time, but we're over correlating it just to show, you know, some reasoning. Yeah, behind you, it. you don't need to listen. You don't need to play five guys from the Rams and Seahawks game. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you're gonna play five guys from any game, it's probably the Chargers Dolphins game. Chargers Dolphins game. I think I, I don't know. I still kind of like I said that Cleveland Cincy game. I guess we've been doing the Jets. That's my point. So we've been doing this chubby chase thing all day. If those guys both go for two touchdowns to make that an awesome stack at those prices. Five touchdowns each. Let me use the stack tool on running the Sims. Code Mayo, by the way, to do this. This is one thing that I actually really liked. This is how I built most of my Baker lineups and most of my cousins lineups. Yeah. Uh, Just basically you go into the stack tool, click on the game, and then pick out the players that you want to have in. So I think that if you're going to overstack a game, it probably should be that Miami Chargers game. I don't think that's some sort of revelation. I think that people know that, but let's do it to see what it looks like. And what do you think the main... We're going to use Herbert as our quarterback because that gives us the option of using Mostert uh, as a value play in that lineup. So we're so going to use... Herbert, Williams, Mostert. Yeah, and we're going to put in... T- 
two no two wide receivers and tight ends or tight end mm-hmm. so on the charger side of the ball and then we'll say that you have to use uh, just give it the you have to use two flex plays a running back tight end receiver two of those guys from the miami side okay. and find the stacks and we'll say herbert allen williams hill waddle is one of them but we'll let's use this one actually we can i'll put 50 percent on this one and 50 percent on this one so it has the the core four of herbert keenan mike williams and tyreek one of them has Mostart, one of them has waddle and i'm just going to run the sims on those and see what happens no Gerald Everett love? I'm, just, I'm trying to make it easy for I people. Know, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what the rest of these lineups look like. So Herbert, Mostert, Javante, Keenan, Tyreek, Juju, Hayden Hurst, Mike Williams, Commanders, D. Honestly, that actually sounds like a really good lineup. <laughs> yep. Tyreek. I bet you the projections love it. Juju. Um, I just, the only thing I missed was the tight end. I got Hayden Washington, Hurst. D. Okay, Hayden Hurst. And it leaves, does it leave money? Yeah, it leaves 200 bucks on the table. Yeah, best projector we made all day by three. Probably pretty owned, I would bet. Uh, it's mediocre get, because, like, Tyreek getting love, Washington D definitely getting love, Mike Williams and Herbert getting some love, Herbert at quarterback. Love, not overall, like 10% probably. Javante getting love. So, yeah, you, you've got some ownership in there. It, it's funny. I, I would make the, I, it just in, in part of my process. It's not great, but it's what I do. I would take this lineup if I was going to play it and say, you know what? I know Javante is going to be lower owned than Jamal Williams. I would rather take the savings and play Jamal Williams over Javante Williams because I think he's in a better spot for upside. Save that money and either and take away the commander's D, play a cheaper D, and use that remaining money to either upgrade Juju or Hayden Hurst. I'm trying to see. Probably that. Juju because I don't like Juju. I did it a different way, close to what you said, and this is what I came up with, Pat. Who's the 3KD that we liked? Anybody? 3KD? Someone just above these Washington guys just to pivot to instead. <clears throat> I mean, I would I, I mean, I would just go to the Packers in sure. that spot. How much are the Saints? <laughs> Excuse me. The um, Saints are a little bit more, 34. Then but just to give you an idea, like you can do this. It, same lineup, basically. You get those two receivers with them, but you can go to Bourne instead of Juju, which still projected out earlier and we said it, but if I'm going Bourne, I'm going Dallas Goddard instead of Hurst. And then I go Jamal Williams and Green Bay. But I also could just go to another fifty-four or $5,300 running back if I don't want to play Williams. I'd like, you know, you can get Herbert in there, move off Green Bay D. There's a lot. Well, let me do this. Let me get Jamal Williams out. <clears throat> well, Green but, Bay out and go back down to our cheap D and just see what that gives us. Go to Vegas? The Vegas opti- gets you 5900 <clears throat> The optimizer likes Arizona and Vegas as the cheap Ds. Okay. Just for what it's worth. And it will throw in Texans when it has to. What What is it like for the ex, more expensive Ds? Uh, it doesn't... I mean, it just likes Washington. That's the one that continuously gets spit out. And the Browns. Around that same price point. And we like, don't need... Okay, who's the other guy you liked? Um, I'm just thinking of another cheap wide receiver that you mentioned. Uh, Michael Wilson? No, let's go with the... Jay, I like Jaden Reed. I actually do like Jaden Reed if all these injuries continue. I'm like, thinking more of like a mid-range, like a 5K guy. 5K guy? Dotson at 5K. That's my guy. Uh, and then I can't use Arizona. <laughs> I mean, you can. Oh, you had Cleveland in there earlier, right? We don't have Cincy anymore, so here you go. This actually projects almost the same. Herbert, Mike Williams, Allen runs back with Mostert and Tyreek. You get Jamal Williams and Chig to separate it some, your guy Dotson and the Cleveland D. 
It's not bad. And it's less owned, and it projects almost the same. So <clears throat> here's a Waddle version of the... Here's the best projected Waddle version. And okay. it uses all your money. Okay. Herbert, Deion Jackson, and Javante. Go ahead. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle as your three receivers in a flex. Cardinals D and Adam Troutman. Cardinals D and Troutman. It just feels like that stack is too expensive. Yeah, one thing I'm going to make note of, though, I'm adding something here, and I'll go to it in a second. You said Cardinals D, right? Yeah. Which is nice because you're off kind of the ones above it, but... uh, I'll give a real-life example from last year. So this one projects about one and a half points less than that, but looks fine on paper, and you're getting all the guys in this one. Williams, Allen, Waddle, <laughs> Tyreek with the quarterback to go on the, the L.A. side, and then you got Jackson. Again, we've got to wait and see on that news. Javante, fine. You can make a difference. But Javante, whatever. I mean, we could talk about that for a second and just drop him down to Jamal if you didn't want two well, Denver guys. Or, or if, let's say, Deion Jack, let's say Zach Moss plays and you want to play that lineup. Therefore, you cannot use Deion Jackson anymore. The move would be drop Javante into Jamal, drop Arizona to save a few more bucks to, like, Vegas, and then you can upgrade Deion Jackson to potentially Charbonnet. Vegas. I think that way. If, if, it's, just, if it's Charbonnet. If it's Charbonnet? Yeah, you have it, 100 it, bucks left over. So, yeah, and there's no one at 49, I think. I think 48 is the better version of that because you need a running back to be able to slot in there. I think that he would be the best one at that price. Yeah, that line, that, the lineup I just said is better than the optimal that it just spit out, but we don't know about Dion. If Dion Jackson is playing, I mean, we know that he's playing, but if Zach Moss sits, this version is better. Yeah. And what I was going to say about this one, and it ties better to this one than the previous, because Javante was in there now. We're just down to Troutman. But here's the thing. We don't have, like, the standout tight end. We've made a bunch of cases. We talked about some game stacks that can fit them all. But I'll give you a real-life example from last season. The week, uh, there was multiple weeks of this, actually, of, oh, it's Greg Dortch week for Arizona. (laughs) Every week is Greg Dortch week. (laughs) Right, but there was especially those couple where we were still really cheap and everyone was in on them there. Like, it ended up being Trey McBride week. And it was funny reviewing and looking and analyzing back at some of the optimals and just seeing what people were doing that had better lineups. It was like, you know what? Why is it Greg Dortch week? Or why is it this week? Why is it Mims week? Why can't I just say I'll use up the onesie position tight end with another guy that's just as cheap. Now I get a more expensive receiver, a more expensive running back that others don't have. And instead of using Mims, I just use Troutman and hope he does anything. And guess what? What if the slate only has a high score of 12 or 14 for like a Mark Andrews? That doesn't really matter if you get a seven or an eight or something out of a Troutman. If you get anything out of him and then Mims busts, you have a better, different lineup, but you use the same concept and the same theories. You just flipped it to a different position that happens to be one you have to pick at least one tight end on every slate. So it's just a, w- a better way to work it strategy-wise. Are you surprised no one's playing Kyle Pitts? Not really. <laughs> Didn't work out for a very, very long time, so I guess that would be the case to make there. But Atlanta's just tough this week because, you know, you said they run so much with Ritter, what's 18 to 21 passes? If they're, you know, on the money, then it's London and Pitts, but at the same time, you could just go you know, so many other options there at tight end instead of Pitts. So I just, you know, like I said, I, I don't know. I would probably just take the chances and pay two grand less for Troutman like we just had in there and just see what happens. Optimal players for the week to look at them. I'm going to go to the Sim Runner. Check these out. If you had to guess, top five optimal players on the main slate when you run 10,000 simulations of the slate, what do you think it's going to be? The both Williams, Jamal Williams, Javante Williams, Maybe even three with Mike Williams. I don't know if he's going to pop in. I, there, I doubt Mike Williams. I doubt is he, pop. he's. Gonna, yeah, I bet he's close though. And then, uh, who did we say at wide receiver? Mims. None of these guys are up there. 
So what is it? So what do you have? Javante is number six. Okay. The top five players in terms of optimal rate. And the optimal rate is number one, Justin Jefferson, 19%. Austin Eckler is number two at 16%. Ramondre is number three at 15%. DK is tied for number four with Chris Olave at 14.9%. DK Mecca? Yeah. Yeah, I would have some serious takeaways on the stuff, but that's like these are going to be um, most likely overowned. Then I see. I don't cases. know because I I, th- I mean you can't fit any of these guys together. Is the problem? Yeah, because they're all so expensive. I I think they're just where you don't see one optimal rate of like thirty something percent. That these are all independently different lineups, and I just I think that people are far more likely to one off Jefferson or Olave than they are Eckler, Stevenson, or DK. Jefferson I, I, and Olave are the two that stood out the most. Like yeah. they're gonna they're gonna pick up the, like Olave is gonna be super popular. He should be right, but it's week one, and that, then that th- works. And then it's Javante Williams, mm-hmm. and then it's Mark Andrews actually after that. Then Jamar, Tyreek, James James Conner is someone we didn't talk about at sixty four hundred dollars. The projections like him. He's in a bunch of optimal lineups. Cortland Sutton is the other one. Like we keep getting spit out Troutman and Mims and Javante Williams. But Sutton is actually the second best projected Bronco. Probably no, this is, assumes no Jerry Judy's $5,200. His projected ownership is like 5%. Yeah. Javante seems like, again, where we have literally have P. Ryan right there that we know, and they paid him and brought him over. And yeah. then you have and all these other And he's coming off an options. ACL. Like, everyone's, no yeah. one, there are like zero, I know they're not on this slate, but like 1% of people would use Brees Hall on this slate with Delvin Cook having come in, but 14% are going to use Javante Williams in a shittier offense. Right, so that's the same situation. When you see that, that's where I'm saying maybe that's the other. We talked about the Derek Carr side of things earlier with Olave and with Jamal uh, Williams there, but sorry, but the other side of it would be okay. Maybe it's not Mims, and you could just go to Sutton, and then you could go to whether it's P. Ryan or or just use Sutton Dulcich. I'd rather use Trevman than Dulcich. That's another guy. Dulcich is the fucking Dorch of tight ends. Yeah, he also could be just because of the spot, right? Like, everyone, if everyone's on Troutman, then... Well, everyone's just on Troutman, because, I mean, at least just based on what we saw preseason-wise, like, Dul- Dulcich just wasn't on the field. Yeah, Tr- Troutman's also just a price play. Yeah, he's 2500 and, he, and he plays, and he's familiar with Sean Payton. Like, that's helpful. Definitely is. Yeah, I agree. But it's where we just see it. Like, okay, people are on Troutman and Mims, and it's Sutton and Dulcich. Whoops. Sure. <clears throat> we just saw it last night. People are on Noah Gray, and they're on... Who's the other guy? People like Gibbs or something. And or excuse me, who was the other guy? Um, Rice. Right? Well, Rice paid off, I think. He did. I'm saying but people weren't on him. Everyone's on, on Sky, Sky Moore. Moore and, Rice. Yeah. Everyone's on Noah Gray. It's Blake Bell. It's just the same shit happens every slate. I, I think that's more of a micro version for a showdown slate. I, I don't think it's apples to apples on a big slate because the reason that people are playing Mims and Troutman is because they're cheap. Sutton's, I mean, if you play Sutton and Dulcich, you're now spending an extra... Right. Three thousand bucks. If only all the cheap plays I played came through. I mean, that would be huge. <laughs> True, but, but you're you, right. But you is, can play. You can play better guys than. Yeah, it's a microcosm of a showdown slate. You have to have those situations. It's also beneficial to have those. Here, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying it's still a game of football. If you singled that game out of the slate and said, "Could that happen?" It can. So, can it still happen on the main? Yes, and that's where it becomes like, is Mims really as good of a play as he is, or is he just a price play that makes it fit? That's where I would lead to Troutman, who's going to be much lower owned and fits out the onesie position. So I'd like him more as the cheaper option in that game. Wow. What is it? Who do you think the second most optimal quarterback is on this slate? God, I have no idea at this point now that you're bringing all that stuff up. Like, Her- Herbert's number one. 
You you looked at it like it was crazy. Is it? It's not crazy. It's just I was surprised. Geno Smith. It is Geno Smith. There you go. Finally got one right. He's bound to get one right eventually. Herbert Geno Lamar Cousins. Herbert Geno Lamar Cousins. Yeah. All right. So the notes there are Geno, because especially if the Walker news comes out and it's your boy, how do you say his name? Oh, uh, Zach Charbonnet. We need a lot of those. Oh, I mean, you could play the All-Francais lineup this week. You could do the tree. <laughs> you could do the tree running back with the flex lineup. You could do Béjean Charbonnet, Travis Etienne, and Zach Charbonnet. And you have the All-French who goes, yes, you get paid in yo-ho. <laughs> worth the more monies, huh? You can put that uh, same accent on a lot of other names, too, actually, that we've got here. But <laughs> Well, we, that, that happened. Paul, Paul was at our, uh, we did our draft two nights ago here. Or like our long-term keeper league. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> someone dra- someone didn't draft Devin H.A. They drafted Devin Ashene. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's what I was going to say. You can easily put it on a lot, the spin on a lot of different lineups. But So this still has Christian Watson in? Yeah. So I, like Jaden Reed might be a great play here at 3000 bucks. He just might get, I mean, he, he might not be good, but he might have 10 targets. against. Might this- get lost in the shuffle. And what's interesting, too, is actually that secondary sack. You had it earlier, I think, and now just thinking about it out loud when you say that stuff, I kind of get these Herbert ideas. Green. Herbert, because no one's on fields. And so if you expect him to still run a lot and do something, but nothing's popping for fields, whether it's anything you're looking at, will people even have enough to make it matter or work? Who knows if it came through? You could have a spot here where you just end up having a guy like Herbert and Reed across from it. Nice little secondary stack that not many are on that it's cheap. Man, it doesn't even matter. Like it's you know, you're not expecting two touchdowns from both of them. You're just trying to beat the rest of the field with a stack that not many have to separate your lineup. So I don't hate that either. But the the one thing about the Geno thing was that people are moving to the Seattle running back plays for good reason. Sometimes you can just find that. We already talked about it. You've got Lockett, Metcalf, you know, it's pretty stand that's the offenses we're looking for when it comes to target shares that are condensed. All right. I think that's it. Playing the listeners league. Got your spots yet? I had them long ago. Yeah, I got mine. It's the best league out there. I don't know what the the thing is these days with people in listener leagues is take them a much longer time to recognize it, but yours is literally the biggest. It's rake free. It's the best. There's no pump here. It's just that's what it is. That and that's it's the flat facts. payouts. Yeah, it's everything. Like you, you can come in tenth and make some decent coin this week. I think it's because you follow the rules and you like post your link and you won't just publicize it. You're like you gotta do, which is good. I love that. It's what you've always done. I'm just saying. I think that's part of it. People are just lazy or they can't figure it out or whatever. That's possible. They can't figure it out. What are they? It seems like, like <laughs> fucking morons. Yeah. The best clip ever still of you is, is type that shit in Google and just fucking Google it. And just pull that one out. I got to bust that clip back out. But yeah, I think in general, that's part of it. But honestly, listener leagues just all around. It seems like they're a, a dying thing for people figuring them out, but they're the best contests out there and where you should start your week. And maybe I should put it on TikTok. Then people, would, then, yeah. then the kids would find it. All the new people playing DFS. They say it doesn't convert, Pat. I mean, they say, I mean, I mean, Paul and I ran the numbers. Twitter doesn't convert either. Yeah. What about X? X, we're not sure yet. We have insufficient data. Small sample size with X. Are you, I forget already if you went to this. Do you have the premium X? Yeah. Did you get any payouts yet? Oh, no, I didn't uh, set it up. Oh, you got to set I, it I up. I could set it up. Yeah, Did you get a payout? Big time. Like actually big time? No. It's like 30 cents or something? Small. Well, more than that, but not big time. I just, that's, I just was curious if you got one that was like, I, I just thought maybe because of more and more impressions, all that stuff. So interesting that they have that now but that was funny that you know everyone that said they're you know it's gonna cost you all this money who would pay for that now they're paying us so we'll take it i mean it's also eight bucks a month 
it's nothing. That's, uh, I was already in from the start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as, I mean, I got shadow banned and I had to buy Twitter blue in order to get. I think un- it went back up a little bit, but still, either way, I don't care about that stuff anymore. I, know, I, I need it for work. Got... It, it, it's, it's actively helping me. And I can use to, And listen, you need to have TweetDeck now. Yep. And I love TweetDeck, so. And most people do. Yeah. yeah. Listeners League, runthesims.com code Mayo, $500 giveaway for the audio podcast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, sub, download, rate, and review, five stars. Winner given away next week. And code Mayo at shipitnation.com will get you some sort of discount. And you guys have content this weekend. Yeah, lots going on. You talked about it earlier, but UFC 293, where our guys will definitely know what's going on as well. So, you know, we'll have that. All the NFL stuff coming up is the big stuff right now. But yeah, give, give Pat the, the code. Use Mayo. Put it in there. A lot of people joining. It's been good. The Discord's amazing. Check it out, shipitnation.com. And then on Twitter, one note, while we're here because the newsletter and all that, I mistakenly said week one for the tidbits, forgetting that it's I'll post what the tidbits are later. It's the guy smashing chalk off his face. That's what the tidbits are that's out right now. So there is absolutely no tidbits for week one. They will start week two and not miss. But right now, there's, not, there's nothing out there. We get yeah, all the information. We, we, it's been three months. We know. Yeah. Like, everyone knows what's going on. There's no special secret sauce. Anything that's put now, this show is just as good or better than all the tidbits that you get from me posting out. So I think, and it's free. So take that for what it's worth. But starting next week on my Twitter, at Totag and Tambo. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a Sunday live chat. Sometimes I do this early in the season to, like, get free views, basically. Because people care in week one. People care far less in week 15. That's right. Uh, but that would probably be at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sunday if I can figure out how to do it. My, my, you have a Mac Mini? I do. My Mac Mini's fucked. They're the best. It, it, I, I really liked it until, like... How old is it? year and a half that's it yeah and i wow. i put it like i got like the m2 chip i got yeah. it all souped up i think there's a partition in it that's corrupted and i don't really know what that means so that's tough for me yeah but it's like losing a frame or two on my camera so it's like a bit choppy if my shit's busted up man i'm done i gotta go right to the apple genius <laughs> bar whatever it's called like whatever you need to do i can't fix nothing so that's a problem but that seems odd for a year and a half in i've been a mac guy forever and i know it, it's, a, it's the first time i've i mean we're still using i bought that when hunter mahan won the barclays championship we're still running shit off of it. i think it yeah. was in 2013 i gave mine away but it was like eight years <laughs> old and i was like it's just someone can just have this i just need a new one anyway and who cares but they're they work forever I had a point to make. Totally forgot. The show on Sunday at 9 a.m. Yeah. If you can figure it out. If I can figure it out. But I am doing a show on Saturday. Probably, well, I have a family thing this weekend. My cousin is going to move to Montreal to play for the Canadians. So. Oh. Actually, he's going to play. For, he's moving to Laval to play for the AHL team. But we need him to get up. Two-way deal, or you're hoping for that? He was a second-round pick. This is his rookie okay. year. So Very nice. He's probably going to play there for a bit, then go up to the Canadians. So we're having like a... Last time, I mean, my grandma's like 89, so it's like the last time we're probably all going to get together Jeez. and I'll be in the same place. We're doing that on Saturday, so I hope to film the injury report show and the updated rankings on Saturday morning. If I don't get it done Saturday morning, it'll be out Saturday evening uh, with all of the final stuff that we know who's in, who's out, the rankings update, and any final thoughts that I have about the week. So that'll be on Mayo Media Network. Smash the like and sub to the channel, and it'll also be on the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, which you, know, you can get $500 potentially to rate and review and subscribe to so now that you're subscribed to it to get the money you get that show too completely free i playing the listeners league i'm pat Mayo. i'll see you next time everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.